Welcome to the 18th episode of the Communication Air podcast, the community patch notes episode of new versus old games. And before we get into anything, we have the oldest gamer that I know with us today. <laughs> but you probably have seen him across the internet. I don't know how you wouldn't know who he is. He does the Nintendo Powercast. The Halo Infinite podcast that hasn't recorded an episode in two years. Uh, <laughs> Pokemon, there's a Pokemon podcast. If if there's a podcast out there, N64 Josh is probably on it. What's up, Josh? How you doing? What's up? So glad to be here. Uh, yeah, oldest gamer, you know that's uh, that's a title I was I was always wanting to uh, hold. So no, so glad to be here, and uh, we'll we'll see we'll see. Uh, We'll see how this goes. As I'm the, I'm gonna be screaming, get off my lawn. <laughs> yeah, and you have uh, those on your uh, business card for uh, packs, right? Yeah, oldest and, gamer. Like, just hand it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oldest gamer at packs. You got the uh, AARP gamer card. <laughs> Getting the senior discount at all the booths. <laughs> and also cheesy C64. How's it going, cheesy? What's going on, cheese curds? I'm good, man. I had kind of a a spa day. A so spa day, very, like today yeah. or yeah, today. Did you, you go to you a guys spa? Mentioning the lighting, uh, you know, my face might be glowing. Uh, we uh, did you get a tan? No, no, I did like a, a facial mask. Oh, and then like a pore strip, and I got a pedicure. It was was that nice for a special occasion, or did you just want a spa day? Uh, my wife wanted a spa day and she had a pretty busy weekend. And so I was like, I'll join you. And uh, honestly, more people just need, need that in their life. Like it might sound scary. I don't know for, for guys in particular, for some reason, but it's, it's just self-care and it's, it feels great. I, I think men should get, should have self-care. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It feels it feels good to be pampered. Yeah, it does. I've never been in mud or something. Yeah, you know, like. Do you I've never get a massage? That. Do you get a massage? Yeah, massages for sure. But you know, this isn't a spa podcast. What kind of <laughs> podcast is this? <laughs> like, it could be. I don't know where this is heading, but be. like. But yeah, this is the community patch notes episode of old versus new or new versus old, whatever. But Josh, tell the people what you do where they can find you uh, most of the time i'm a referee on the npc for you two <laughs> and uh crawler and i just try to try to stay out of the 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 the, the bloodbath that usually ensues during <laughs> during npc when when you two have a disagreement and uh no i've been i've been creating content for a very long time i think i'm 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 pushing uh 16 years at, at content wow. creation and nice. uh, yeah so i literally am the oldest gamer and uh <laughs> um you know content creation has changed my life podcasting has opened up doors that uh, never would have believed possible um the you know i mean we we wouldn't know each other if it hadn't been you know for tiktok and just mm -hmm. the the passion for gaming and and games and and uh I just love it. I love, I love 
being on the mic and and interacting with community and you know i was i got to stream some mario kart yesterday and i haven't been able to stream nearly as much and it was like one of the most relaxing things for it felt like a spa day for me just uh just yeah, streaming yeah. some mario kart and 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 hanging with the community and so it it that's really what it boils down to is community you know and it's it it's just so fun like the relationships that have been formed not only with me with people in the community but just the relationships that are formed outside of it you know and 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 seeing people like yeah well even like you guys like doing the show and just you know watching watching the discord and and people interact and and friendships being made like i don't know i love i love all of it so uh and and of course it's at, at the same time it is uh it's always been somewhat of a business venture for me like mm -hmm. and um through it i've written books and um sold courses and all you know all all, all kinds of things you're so a busy man just, you're a busy busy man I, right now i've i think this is about the busiest i've ever been in my life and that's that's crazy for me to say but it's uh it's uh but it's all good it's all in fact today i did an audition or yesterday i did an audition and uh got into a program with tiktok where i could potentially be working with brands like mcdonald's and panera bread and nice and uh i made a i made an ad with some cologne because i ordered cologne online and it was fake and so they were <laughs> like i basically made an ad for sephora saying uh -huh. i always get my cologne at sephora because i know i'll get the real thing versus um getting scammed and uh that that audition got me in so nice um, i thought yeah, you were gonna pretty... say uh mario i thought you're gonna say you auditioned for mario <laughs> let's go <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah see johnny that's how you do it <laughs> yeah i i put my i threw my hat in the ring last last week so and it wasn't too bad it wasn't bad. like jo no, it wasn't bad. josh knows josh is the, the biggest mario fan he's wearing a mario shirt are you wearing a, what are you are you wearing any kind of like tea johnny like graphic I'm wearing tea? a bowser, bowser shirt because tea. That's See, the but, persona I take on when I go into this <laughs> into this show. <laughs> but I, I actually made I made a thumbnail for today's episode, and I made it uh, Mario Kart centric for just for Josh, just for Josh. There you go. I have oh, a, I, I have it. a Super Mario Kart on one side and Mario Kart Eight Deluxe on the other side. Ooh, so okay, which, which we'll, one's better, Josh? Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. I mean that's easy. What about all right? So if you take Super Mario Kart out of it, okay. Any uh, like Super Mario sixty, uh, Mario Kart sixty four, or Mario Kart eight Deluxe, which do you prefer? Deluxe. Oh, I'm surprised. I thought you were gonna choose yeah, like me too. An, uh, the old one of the older versions. I, I can't because of what I just spoke upon with community when you can have an unlimited number of people race and then they built it into where we shuffle every four races and like, you know, you see people on TikTok that maybe aren't part of the community, but then they see themselves on stream or they beat, the, they beat me racing or whatever. And they get so excited. Like I can't like Mario Kart 64 was great. I played it for hours and have nothing but like super fun memories of it. But, I can't like eight. Eight has been life changing. I mean, it's what it's what helped me grow TikTok. It's what helped me like. It, it's why I've got 
that's why I've got Mario Kart tattooed on my arm because of because even though it is to the cover of Super Mario Kart, um, <laughs> just because I love the I love that hand drawn like artwork so much. Mm-hmm. But 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 to me, eight is uh, eight. It's just a it's just a better game. And yeah, less I know. Banding. I know we have uh, a bunch of members that, or a bunch of listeners that listen to Nintendo Powercast, so they would they know you. And they probably have mm-hmm. raced with you and, and, and played with you. So I think they know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, as far as community, before we get into our server maintenance, can you tell the story of who's Kyle? Because I think that's one of the better community stories and, and a friendship that actually has come out of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, I was once I was still streaming Smash periodically and then doing a Smash tournament and... Uh, I would typically use the same um, code for my smash room because a bot would um, let people know when it was their turn to fight me. And so he had been in some smash streams and then I did a tournament and I didn't change the passcode for the tournament. And we try to keep as many people out of the tournaments as possible just for, um, for the lag, right? Just cause it's, it's a tournament people are playing for, for money. So mm-hmm. We we finished up a, a round and there was this Kyle just sitting in the room with us. Like, and I'm like, who's Kyle? Like, who's this? Who's this Kyle? Like, I just kept saying it like, you got to go, Kyle. Like, who's who's Kyle? Right. I didn't think anything of it. I, del- I removed him from the room. Mm-hmm. Well, then he puts out a TikTok of like how I snuck into a streamer's room and like, (laughs) and like it's showing all the clips of me going, who's Kyle? Like we made shirts. Like there's, there's been like t-shirts that were purchased and it, it has since he's one of my mods now. And he came out and visited us when we did our our 400th episode for NPC. And uh, even on the one year of that, of that like anniversary, because it, it kind of helped it kind of, blue it was like one of one of his first viral videos on tiktok mm-hmm. and so you know i duetted it and then we've we've since shared it a few times and it's just been it's just been one of those really very memorable and and super fun moments in the in the in the history of 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 creating content for me that's for sure yeah, yeah. and i think kyle i think kyle listens to the show maybe if not that's fine but uh kyle we we should get we should get Kyle on to tell his side of the story because he is uh he's making con he's he's making really cool content he's memorizing the Super Mario Bros movie yes. yeah line by line yeah, yeah so that's pretty funny um, so if you want to check out his content it's like Car Gaming K A R Gamer I think it's two R's is it not I think it's one I don't know right, it's you'll find K period it. A period R period Gaming. But he does a lot of yeah. a lot of Mario or Nintendo centric content as well. So check that out. He has no user info on. Oh, it's because the streamer mode kills everything on Discord. I was trying to see if I could find his info, but <laughs> uh, streaming streaming yeah, mode, no, I think streamer it, mode just kills everything. Comment on this video, Kyle, and then everybody go file follow Kyle. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah, so let's uh let's do some server maintenance first. We got new reviews on Apple. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Do you want to read one do of them? Do you want to read the first one? Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll I'll pick the one I want to read. 
okay. um, which is called Progress from uh, Nelder87, who gave it five stars. Said, uh, I first heard these guys on the Nintendo Powercast, and you know, I really hated these two guys. But then I slowly learned to tolerate them enough to listen to them on their own podcast. Give them a listen and just know they are an acquired taste. Keep up the mediocre work, guys. Obviously, some sarcasm here. Had to clarify because, you know, how the internet is. And I just want to say I love this review for two reasons. One, because I feel like this is just what communication error is, is just a change of opinion. Whether they are being uh, sarcastic or not, like say they were being genuine and saying like, yeah, these guys suck, but they're okay now. That is what we're wanting with this show is like, just maybe you have an opinion back then and you're like, yeah, you know what? I kind of maybe see it this way now. And also because it was five stars and that's exactly what we told them to do. You know, even if it's a bad review, give it five stars and we'll read it on the show. So yeah, really. I have like a feeling, one. I have a feeling he was not being sarcastic in that first sentence. Maybe, but you know what? We turned him around. <laughs> love it. Love, love it. That, there's another one here from cat person says great podcast this podcast is great and i've been listening in with a family member wanted to write a review and ask a question would you rather play a dark souls no hit run or a legend or legend of zelda zelda discovered sword great podcast all right so i don't know if you guys know what a no hit run is in dark souls just like can't get hit yeah it's beating it's beating the game without getting hit yeah which you know seems in dark souls seems impossible right but, oh God! I already know the but, answer to this. But I would not wish this on my worst enemy. I would not want them to play Skyward Sword. Like that is too much torture. It's not that bad of a game, dude. Josh, no. jo- all right. Here's first question, Josh. Have you played Skyward Sword? Three quarters of the way through. Okay, so you got pretty far. That's actually. It's actually pretty good because I could only get like two hours in, then I was done. But what what do you think of it? Johnny, you're not going to like this answer. I <laughs> don't quite like motion controls aside. Um, that was not my favorite. But besides that, I really enjoyed the story. I thought the, the some of the bosses were cool. Like I I remember playing it the whole time wondering why is this game like disliked so much like it's the motion controls that's the i didn't quite understand the motion controls suck especially streaming and doing Mm -hmm. motion controls not ideal you know not not ideal and the only reason i quit i think when i was playing it i think like wind waker or something was coming out on the wii u and I was like trying to finish it before that game came out. And then I didn't, I can't remember the exact there was, I was trying to complete it before another, another game release. And then that game release. And I just didn't go back to it. And it it had nothing to do with the, I was in an area where I was like, I was a little bit stuck, but I was like, it was the first time I had been stuck in that game. So I was like, okay, this is kind of, this is, this is kind of cool. Actually. Like I get to, I get to explore and figure out like what I'm supposed to do. So I might have to, bite the bullet and do a 
do a playthrough. Whoa. We could, like, so many follows. Johnny has to play Skyward Sword or, you know, like, we could make it a Patreon goal. We could do something with that because <laughs> I, I don't believe that you'll just play it on your own. Like, you're not going to just pick up. I was going to say pick up the copy, but you don't do that anyway. I, you just have it on your Switch. I download it every, every couple months. I, like, download it. I'm like, I'm going to play it. And then I never play it. <laughs> yeah. But now, I don't know. I gotta. I have to see it through. But mm -hmm. I don't think I'm going to change my mind on this one. Uh, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's a good game in theory. Like, it's it's not the best. Motion controls kind of ruin it. But as far as, like, what they're trying to do with Zelda and, like, the story of it, and just how it's kind of a prequel to everything is is fun to learn. It 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 made me feel like uh when I played Ocarina of Time. Like I was like, yo, this is, and I played it way later. I did not play like it was way later in its life. Did you like, do the 3DS version? Of no, I'm talking of Skyward Sword. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like, what you I played it not, like on the Switch or whatever when it came? Or no, it was on it was on the Wii, but I was playing it on my Wii U. And I like I said, there was a Wii U game coming out that it might have mm. been Twilight Princess or, or Wind Waker. Uh, re you guys are probably wondering what the heck I was talking about when I said that. So it was the, the Wind Waker remaster, right? Yeah, it's and probably, so it was probably Wind Waker because they released Wii games on the eShop and Skyward Sword was like the first Wii game on the Wii U eShop. So it was probably around that time. It yeah, and I I had found a I if I bought a lot of Wii game, like I ended up with a hard with a hard copy with the gold case on that game, like how it was like a foil gold on on Skyward Sword. So I and I think I've since ended up with another disc version as well. I don't even I don't even know how. I don't remember, but um it was just one of those things I was like, you know what? We got to do this. I tried doing the Metroid Prime trilogy with motion and I was like, I can't, I can't mm -hmm. do this. And the thing is, when you play with like a, in a gaming chair with the arms, you smack the, you're smacking <laughs> the arms the whole time. And you had to have the I had to set my my the the Wii, the motion bar at a certain like level too in order to try to make the whole thing work. It was just it, yeah, not not ideal, but it I, I was I was pretty determined to uh to get the most out of that game and the community had a good time i think that might be another factor too is i streamed the whole thing and mm -hmm. so i there was there was people like you know kind of cheering me on and just like really enjoying the uh um the streams of just seeing me experience some of that stuff for the first time well let let us know if you want to see me stream skyward sword i think it needs to be a there needs to be a bonus that you have to do all motion like, Ooh, if you hit, yeah. like, like kind of like a Kickstarter stretch goal. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, the stretch goal is uh, <laughs> is all motion. Did you did you see Johnny's face when you said that? It was like, <laughs> oh, I was hoping nobody was going to mention that. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, those are the the new reviews. So thanks for those new reviews. Um, I think we're at the, we're at twenty five star reviews on Spotify. We're at sixteen five-star reviews on apple so keep those 
reviews coming. They do help a ton. And uh, follow us on Twitter or X. I think it's officially X now. Uh-huh. Instagram, TikTok, and join the Discord. Yeah, and YouTube. Subscribe on oh, YouTube. Oh, yeah, and subscribe to YouTube. Duh. We're at 120. We're at 120 subs. We made it. We, we made it. it. We did it. I feel like it's, it's going... We're, we're cruising. We're cruising now. We'll be at a million real soon. <laughs> yeah, by the end of the year. <laughs> by the end of the year, million... Okay, all right. So if we hit a million subscribers... By the Motion end controls. of 2023, <laughs> I will play Skyward Sword. What's the stretch goal? 1.2 2 million, Two is, million. Mo- is motion control only. <laughs> this is the TikToks I want to see. All right, guys. <laughs> Skyward Sword at 2 million YouTube subs. Get over there. Make these videos go viral. Yeah, that's uh, now I'll clip that one out. That, that will be. We gotta get our clickbait, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that I mean, that's all I got. Josh, uh, we brought you on because we know you've been playing games for a long time. I won't be offensive Since before they were invented. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Do you like? What would you play on? Like uh, the dirt, like the like the Ruba, tablet. The, what's that? That it, it's a stone tablet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cave drawings is the. Uh... Well, no, it was. Uh, they would. They would. They would, you'd fill it with water, and then there was like these rings, and you'd press oh. the button. And the oh, I love that game. Yeah. Rings, you know, like yeah. So, yeah. But uh, yeah. since you've been around for a long time, we wanted to see what to get your opinion on what if you prefer older games or if you prefer more modern games. This is an interesting topic. I've been, I've been thinking about this since you guys brought it up, honestly. Like, well, yeah. And- so the, one of the reasons that, like, I think, you know, we've had this conversation before, but for our listeners, you know, you have loved games pretty much ever since you've, you know, touched the controller. At, I don't know how old you were. But you, you played with your mom, right? I'm that was like a big... Like, oh, your uncle. That's right. Yeah, my uncle played Atari and the arcades. I was probably three, four years old. I'm just guessing. But now it seems like you. You aren't really into modern games as much as you were like older games. Is that true or. I mean. I don't know that I have the time mm-hmm. that I did you know, I mean, it's probably a pretty obvious answer for most people. Right. But I, I mean, like the 360 era, I, I, I had an extremely high gamer score. Like, like I I hit a hundred thousand on my gamer score. Like, and that was kind of unheard of at the, at, at that time, there wasn't a lot of people with, with the gamer scores that high, right? Like I was, I was doing the achievement hunting and I just thought that was like a whole nother way to gamify games, which seems crazy. But I, I think at one point I had like 200, 360 games in my collection. Like it was, uh, I remember opening my cabinet door one day to take everything to GameStop. Cause I was just like time to upgrade. I think it was like to, to get the Wii U and some other things like that. It was like, oh, mm-hmm. let's, let's do these upgrades. But the, 
I mean, Breath of the Wild, Odyssey, couldn't put those games down. Xenoblade Chronicles 2, couldn't couldn't put it down. Tears of the Kingdom, if I had the time right now, I would not stop playing it. It's, uh, you know, I I finished my Battle Pass in Fortnite to get Optimus Prime because he was such a, like, Oh, you iconic. did finish it. I did, yeah. Well, did you finish it with little... your credit card number or did yes. you finish it? Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I bought, well, I made the mistake. I I only needed 15 levels to finish. So I bought those, but then there was a like a like a battle worn Optimus for 25 more levels. If I had collected everything and got all the V bucks, I could have just paid for those. But I accidentally purchased every all the levels I needed. And then but again, I don't like I got no regrets because it's like it's Optimus Prime. Like that's a massive part of my childhood. I've got two Optimuses sitting right on top of my speakers in my on my desk right now, like you know, uh, probably my next tattoo will be, will be transformers. So nice. Um, uh, so, I mean, I still love modern gaming mm -hmm. and, and cannot wait for like super Mario brothers wonder. Like I, I, I can't wait. I can't. And I'll just, I'm just going to force myself to, to, to play that one. And honestly, there's a good chance. Like, you know, my, I may only have one kid left at home by the time that game comes out. And so um, I'm, I might play like it's kind of a little, little bit of a little bit nostalgic to be able to play to play yeah. with her. You yeah. know, so um, and, I, and I, you know, I had so Brian was the original NPC co-host mm -hmm. and he was in my stream yesterday and he's like, what latest and what's the latest and greatest Nintendo Switch game that N64 Josh is playing right now. Oh, look, it's still Mario Kart. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like just, just kind of, just kind of throwing shade at me. And so, um, and I, I mean, we always get a good laugh about it. Right. But I, I, there's, I have a big retro collection though, too. So, right. I mean, it's, it, I, I'm, I would say I'm a, I'm a healthy mix of both, but mm -hmm. I also, you know, I will try to do my weekly stuff in Halo because I can do it in about a two hour session. It's not a long it's not a long uh, time investment within mm -hmm. the, you know, throughout the week. Or like if I want to take a break at work or something, I could just fire that up and do a couple matches and then go, you know, go back to it. So where I'm what a lot of times when it comes to like like big single player games or even like Pikmin or something like that. I want to sit down and digest big portions at a time and to do little bite-sized pieces. I'm like, I feel like I'm ruining the experience to a certain extent, mm -hmm. you know, for tears of the kingdom to just chip away at like a half hour at a time or something. I'm like, I just, that's not, I want to know life, this stuff. And I just, I can't right now. So I'm kind of just like, it's just sitting in the backlog so that when I, when I do have that opportunity again, I'll be able to really enjoy it. Yeah. It's almost like it's not fair to the game and fair to yourself because you should have the time and enjoy yourself while you're playing it uh and doing those like bite-sized uh sessions like you're saying is it's not enjoyable no i feel like there's games that are made for that right and a lot of these single player experiences are not not really made for that especially when mm. there's so much story involved and like you know if you leave in the middle of like Hey, you need to do this part of this quest or whatever. And then you're like, what was I doing? And stuff's <laughs> yeah. not clear. And how do I check that again? You know, mm -hmm. it, it, it then makes the motivation to go play it like 
it, it takes away from it. So, yeah, like I, I picked up a bunch of games on the switch recently, recently, and I haven't been like, whenever I look at the games I bought, I'm like, well, this one, I can't really, I don't have the time to play for like two hours straight. So I just end up playing vampire survivors because that <laughs> run can't be more than 30 minutes. So it's like, it's a nice, like tidbit it's a nice like chunk that you could just play and then i save the games where i could put in a couple hours for the weekend like this weekend i'll probably play a bunch of starfield because that comes out mm. and uh and it's a it's a long weekend so hopefully i'll put a lot of time into it then but yeah during the week i don't have a ton of time so i usually just play small games like uh vampire survivors or or uh brotato you know stupid little 30 minute well, uh, dopamine hits. Yeah. Well, I get it. Let's see if uh, your answers change as we go through these uh, the community patch notes. We got one from YouTube. From uh, we got one on YouTube, not from YouTube. That would be really cool. If that YouTube would be cool. Listening. But <laughs> uh, we got it from Jeff Troidvania, who said, "I prefer new games, especially new games that pay homage to old games." Oftentimes they play smoother and have more quality of life features. Take Metroid Dread, for example. It's a new game that takes the original style and improves on it a lot. Also, I actually do mess around with every single setting when creating a character, especially the first time around. So that that last bit was talking about if you actually spend time in the character uh, creation mode or do you just do the default settings. And Johnny says that nobody messes around with the character selection and, and the customization. You just do the default and you move on. Howard, what do you do? It really, de- it kind of depends on the game I'm playing. If I'm looking at the back of their head the whole time, I may not put all that much effort into their face, mm-hmm. but I remember specifically like fight night round three, like spending way too long designing my boxer's face and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, looking at some of those those options street fighter 6 came out um someone in the community picked it up for me and i i uh i probably spent like maybe 10 minutes and then i went into the room where all the people's characters were and it was the most terrifying nightmare (laughs) fuel (laughs) like the stuff that people made like i'm just like why do they give people those options? Like it could not be any worse. Like just, just these horrible monstrosities. So, uh, yeah, I, I do. I do have a, a question, a follow-up question. What is your build in Mario Kart? My build in Mario Kart. It's what's on my shirt, baby. It's uh Mario standard, uh, pipe cart, standard wheels and the Bowser glider. The uh, reason I say that is because that is the most, Basic default cart setup that you could possibly have. Almost. I could have Mario's standard cart, like his, <laughs> you know, from the cover of Deluxe. Yeah. Mm. So this is just to stay, to keep it old school with Super and uh, um, uh, 64. And I guess you use the, you don't use the standard glider. So that's a little bit more. Yeah, you got to turn those those wheels on the on the selection screen. I, I don't know if you guys can see it, but I was able to put my uh, put 
put my Hot Wheels cart together that has the the standard oh, nice. wheels, the the pipe cart, and the Bowser glider. I had to steal it from Bowser to uh, uh, to do it, but I was able to able to pull it off. That's cool. So this, that comment was from Jeff Jeff Troyvania, and he is excited for Starfield. So I'm assuming he has early access. So the only thing I better see on Friday from Jeff is character creation. No actual <laughs> gameplay. It better only be character creation. <laughs> I'll use the random button. I'll use the random. <laughs> yeah, randomized. somebody did say that they, they just randomize stuff. Oh, here's what I will tell you, though. I spent way too much time on Shepard on the first Mass Effect. Oh, somebody said trying, trying to make him look like me. And then I got bothered because he didn't look like the box art when two came out. So I replayed <laughs> one, not knowing that I could have just changed my look. I replayed all the way through one with the same with the regular Shep to then be able to transfer that Shep to two <laughs> and then keep it into three. So it looked just like the box art. <laughs> Well, all right. So since you brought it up, we had someone on TikTok, Patrick Rufton, said in Mass Effect 2, I took the time and uh, and Shepard looked great until I actually started. He was a monster. I don't put the work in now. <laughs> so like that experience for that person, they they thought it was a complete waste of time and they don't do it on video games anymore. The, the only other time I'll do it is when I can create like the persona I wish I looked like, like, you know, green mohawks and stuff <laughs> I used to wear as a kid or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I'll bring it back. I'll, I'll bring back the, you know, some of my some of the, the old school punk rock days. So. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, this uh, well, next this next comments from the names Jer. He says, I'm going to have to go with new games on this as well. Not that I don't have immense respect for old games. I mean, it's important to look back at our history, and I can definitely appreciate that what many titles were going for. Modern games just have so many ways that improve the experience. The only things I don't like about modern gaming is the awful monetization going on. I absolutely... I am absolutely the person spending a ton of time making my characters. I just spent like an hour and a half making my Baldur's Gate character. <laughs> People are trying to uh, prove me wrong, but I, I still believe I'm correct that, that most people do not use character creation. As far as the monetization part of that comment, is that something that you, I mean, you just bought Optimus Prime. So, mm -hmm. like, is monetization a problem for you in modern gaming, or is it, is does it, is it even like, I don't know, does it? I was gonna say, does it bother you? That's the same thing, but it, it's the evolution of gaming, right? Like, it's just, it's just business the way the way I see it. There's, there's still games out there that are like, you know, I mean, like. Tears of the Kingdom, seventy bucks, and you get your you get your playthrough, and then I'm sure there'll be DLC at some point, and you know we'll 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 do like we've been doing. But I mean, it, it's all an evolution, right? Like there was no DLC for games up until like horse armor. The, the well, he, he, yeah, I mean, I think I want to say we had some DLC. I know we did on like the, the original Xbox, 
right? Like that was some of the first console DLC that we'd ever seen. I know Halo 2 had DLC because that's where everybody would cheat when the the anything that wasn't on the disc they could they could uh, they could mess with. And so, you know, Rainbow Six, all that kind of stuff. And it just I mean, it has become the the natural evolution. Fortnite is one of those games that like they could see that the community was sweating so much that mm -hmm. they added bots, they took away building, and they've they've modified that game to make it uh, very user friendly. And it doesn't yeah. matter your skill level; you're probably going to get kills in that game. You're probably going to have a good time with it. Now, I'm going to throw a little monkey wrench into Johnny's. Nobody creates characters. Here we go. What about Mies? Do they count? I tried yeah, we, that. We, talk, we talked I, about I this. I already tried and that. I, and I said it, it took me five seconds maybe to make a me. I spent a long time making yeah. my me look just like me. And then we had a guy racing with us yesterday who had Bowser, Dry Bowser, Squidward, SpongeBob. Yeah, but like, Bob, like, are they actually creating those characters? Or couldn't you like scan them in? Like you didn't they, have to make them. You the, you could um, scan Weedy. someone else's in, so they had to make them. Yeah, but like you could get them online. Like I don't think these people are making these characters. Well, someone did. Somebody did, but other people are just getting the code and using them. So the first person doesn't count and everyone else. No, no, no. The first person counts, but I'm just saying <laughs> the people are cheating because they're Fair. not spending time to they're make it. It's like, it's like saying customizing your character. I thought this is what I thought you were going to ask uh, because we're talking about Fortnite and I have a ton of skins in that game. I would not consider that customization because I'm just buying a skin to look like like I was playing as Moon Knight the other day. Okay. And I had the thing I love about Fortnite is I can set it on random. So I can make all of my builds that I like. And then it just picks which one and they're all from a list. It's like it's like making your own playlist on Spotify, but with your with your skins, you know. Yeah. Fortnite is impressive. I I, I logged back in to check out the new season. And I mean they definitely want you to buy stuff like that. That shop is huge now. Oh yeah. And, uh, but everybody, like, I don't, if there's anybody out there that has played Fortnite for like more than, I don't know, 10 hours, I would assume that they would have gotten a battle pass at some point or gotten bought a skin at some point. I doubt that there's anybody that is completely free to play in that game. I know of people who are as cheap as it comes when it comes to free to play games who spend money in Fortnite. Yeah, I don't want to know. I don't want to think who about how much I... the crew pass. <laughs> I was in the crew. I was in the crew, Fortnite crew for like way longer than I should have. I finally canceled it because I wasn't playing it. So I was just spending ten bucks a month or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. They'll get you. Those but I don't I don't I don't regret it. Like I don't feel bad about that. For some for some reason, like 
me spending that money in that game doesn't make me feel bad. Well, at the end of the day, that that ten bucks still gave you a thousand V bucks to spend in the store. So, even if you weren't playing, you could still go buy a skin after the fact. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I just now uh... it's still just digital products. Like we have no <laughs> tangible items, right. but you don't care about that anyway, yeah. right, Johnny? So it's yeah. Like... Sure. <laughs> I mean, there are uh, there are like Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two. You could unlock Spider Man. And that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know. You would probably just buy a Spider-Man skin in Tony Hawk. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, instead of it being just there and a fun bonus, they now are going to make you buy that skin. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. So instead of unlockables, now most modern games are like, all right, just give us 10 bucks, 20 bucks. And we'll give it to you. Except for Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Well, except for Nintendo games, just in general. They don't really do that yet. Speaking of customization, I think the most impressive customization, in my opinion, is Forza. I don't know how people end up taking those shapes, then hitting a button, and it magically turns into, like, Optimus Prime all over their car. (laughs) And I'm like... And what it, is the what magic? It's like are immediate too. Like those are up on the up on the like shop or whatever they. I don't even know what what it is, but up on the marketplace, right. like launch day. They're they're mm-hmm. already they're already good. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, we got a comment from Midfi Simpai said, "LOL, Josh isn't old. He was born in the eighties, like the nineteen eighty BC. Is that true? Were you born nineteen eighty BC?" Do I out Midfi Senpai? That is the question. <laughs> that that is the true question. Um don't dox them, but like are but they one to talk? Are they one to talk? Let's just say um him and I have a history. And I think his history starts before mine. Whoa. <laughs> Before 1980 BC? Sheesh. Wow. Yeah. All right. (laughs) It was 81. Okay. I was 81. Leave me alone. (laughs) Do you want me to read the next one, Johnny? Yeah, since yours was kind of small. All right. Uh, Tyler Keeble says, I think John Ebo is referring to artificial difficulty induced to suck as many quarters from players as possible, which compared to nowadays is terrible game design. However, modern game design isn't without fault either. Releasing unfinished games with promises to fix slash update later is a toxic practice many companies do. Pay to win and microtransactions, I would say, have done more harm than good. Putting profitability over artistry is bad. Excuse me. Modern games do have the benefit of new technology, which leads to more possibilities. Modern games also have the benefit of learning from the past. Video games are still a fairly young artistic medium, so these growing pains are much more apparent in older games. At the end of the day, I'd say I'm 50-50 for which I prefer. And yeah, Super Mario Bros. 3 still holds up and is probably one of the few NES games that does, but also Super Mario World is superior in nearly every way. So there's our answer. That is it's incorrect. Super Mario World. 
That isn't they're okay, so they're both fantastic games. I know we talked about this a little bit on Nintendo Powercast. Uh-huh. But they're both fantastic games. All right. They're both 10 out of 10. Uh-huh. They're both great for different reasons. What Super are you Mar- holding a pen for? What are you because what are I'm, you writing I'm taking down notes. Right now? I'm taking notes. <laughs> but Super Mario Bros. 3 is more about the power-ups and the platforming. And Super Mario World is more about uh, secrets. Mm-hmm. And if it's you're like, if you're like bad at platforming like Cheesy is, of course you're not going to like Super Mario Bros. 3. I don't know if I'm bad at platforming. It's just... Did you beat it yet? Through the, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just you're rushing through the whole game. Like, I get that each level is only, like, three minutes, and you can complete those levels faster than that. But it doesn't feel like I'm getting anything out of it. Like, I, I guess... When I think of platforming, and it's completely different, but I think of 3D platforming, which, yeah, is about secrets and collect-a-thons and, like, exploring. And so, like, I'm not getting that with uh, Super Mario Bros. 3, but I do get that with Super Mario Bros. World. It's like vanilla's the best ice cream. Is vanilla bean just a little better? Is French vanilla just a little better? That's Mario 3 and Mario World. Ooh, yeah, which they, is I, which is which? You think world is better? <laughs> I don't know. I love them both so I feel like they're like my children and I love them equally. Like I, Ooh, I don't you have a favorite. I you know you know you have a favorite. It's three and he just doesn't want to admit it. So <laughs> I never owned three as a kid. I wanted it, I asked for it, I borrowed it, I'd rent it. Um World I did I did get. Mm-hmm. And this is a, it's, it's almost a, when I, when I look back at world, I remember the first time I played it and what a night and day difference it was from three, as far as the amount of like the colors on the screen and everything. And I mean, I would play through all my save files to 100% completion. Like nothing was missed. And I can't say the same with three. So I think by default world is probably the one there it is. I think but this I mean, is going to have to, that's having to break it down. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I think we're going to have to have to keep a tally of like the, the guests that we have I on. Guess, and we're like, we're just going to ask, which do you prefer super yeah. Mario bros three and super Mario world? Then we'll keep a tally. And then like over the course of a year, we'll, we'll uh, sum it up. Like if I, I would, if <laughs> I think I did a uh, an episode where I was like my deserted island games, and I was like I'm taking Mario All Stars Plus World because it. Oh, that's that. cheating! But I know, but I can't. <laughs> it's so hard for me to choose between those two those two games. I just, I I I love them both honestly, and. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a really really tough call. But I did play way more of World, so if we're gonna base it on time played, World would win. There you go, Johnny. What's the next uh, question? <laughs> All right. So this is from uh, Gotham. It says I can't really say which one's better because I love them both equally for different reasons. 
I find modern games more visually appealing and I get excited for new ones coming out because it's something new to experience, but once I beat them, I'm usually done with them. Whereas I feel retro games have a better replayability because I love going back and playing retro games that I grew up with on a regular basis. It's like Breath of Wild and Tears of the Kingdom after I beat them and never really went back and played them. But games like Super Mario Bros, Donkey Kong Country, Chrono Trigger, and Secret of Mana, I still love playing to this day. If I had to choose one over the other, I'd probably choose retro because I feel like I wouldn't get tired of them. This is probably why I love indie games so much. Their new experiences with retro feel. Love the show, fellas. Been a big fan of YouTube since I started listening to NPC back around 2020. Crawler and N64 Josh are awesome too. Oh shucks! I so thought thank you, you say, guys. Suck. I'm I know so that's I, that's started. where I thought it was going. <laughs> he doesn't get. They don't get the vibe of the show. <laughs> so kind of like what he was saying, I. And we talked about it on NPC a little bit with Wonder, right? Part of the reason I love the fact that I, that I that I was born when I was and got to watch the way games have, have evolved over time, is you get to see. What, especially with like Miyamoto, I believe we get to see what his original vision was, right? It's like. It's like like early film when it was like they're doing everything they can to try to bring their vision to reality. And it's like claymation and and stuff looks really corny and you kind of got to use your imagination. And, you know, why does that look fake and blah, blah, blah. Right. And. Just to see as graphics have improved, like. You know. The, the Goomba going from being flat to having a little bit of dimension to it. Right. And just the even the way like the characters came alive in the mario movie and like how the turtles had like or the koopas had different like personalities and just that that kind of stuff has been great to watch over the years i mean I, one of my screens is uh the box art from uh, super mario land right that mm -hmm. looks nothing like the gameplay like <laughs> nothing but it looks almost identical to wonder like we're playing huh. the artwork at this point. And so that's what's that's what's that's what I, I really enjoy is just like the Mario that we saw in Wonder where he's grabbing his hat coming out of the pipe and like each character's like like cheering as they jump on somebody or you know, there's just we saw it a lot in Luigi's mansion where he's scared and shaking and it's like, yo, this character's like in the game, like this is this is this isn't how it used to be. You know, we used to kind of have to, you know, they made Master Chief kind of like faceless so that you could put yourself in the place of of Master Chief. Right. And until the show, until the show. That's right. Until four. Master Cheeks. And uh, yeah. Yeah. There was <laughs> we saw more of Chief than we wanted. But but I think I think looking at it that way, where we're actually playing the box art at this point, I I I love that. I, I really do. And I mean, th three in world, they they started getting us there like they they. But the original Super Mario Brothers, I mean, everything is just uh, uh, blocks put together. It's just you're mm -hmm. playing Legos, essentially. Like, that's what the that's what the pixels seem like. Yeah, no, I get that vibe from even just uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Like, if that's a good game or not, that's a different question. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's the idea of, like, the Mario characters going on vacation and then 
Mario is getting framed for a crime that he didn't even do. And uh, like the yeah, technology those, those cops that, are horrible. Like that yeah. is clearly a water Mario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even from the drawing, it doesn't even look like Mario. Like <laughs> anyway, Same yeah. Nose. No, I, I I get what you're saying. Yeah, what what were they? They're the the pintas. The pinot. The pinot. They, they suck uh, at their job. That's what they are. Okay. <laughs> 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 anyway i get what you're saying when it's like you get to see the characters kind of come to life after so many years um moving on to uh x i guess we asked uh, we're going back to this but just because we've we've asked so many times and asked so many people if super mario bros 3 still holds up clockwork Clone says, I think similar to most retro games that are fondly remembered, it was so ahead of its time, it basically looks like a SNES game, despite being on NES. Um, it was the first major game with a world-slash-level map. It introduced the Koopalings and some iconic power-ups. People remember feeling like a genius for discovering the warp whistles. What are those? Um, while in a vacuum, there are later Mario games that do the same thing, but better. They, by and large, feel uh, irritative, uh, uh, feel, Johnny, help me out. I don't know how to read. <laughs> iterative. iterative. Okay, unless novel. Uh, I will say, <laughs> I will say playing an old Cheesy game. Cheesy learns to read. <laughs> even one that holds up after its heyday will also make it seem less epic. I've experienced the same sensation with Super Mario Bros. World and Chrono Trigger. Clockworth always is, he's much smarter. Yeah, I, I know. Like. And that's why, like, anytime I have to read his comments, I'm like, oh, man, I don't know. His, his gotta, like, his points are, are valid and thought out. And I'm just like. very good. No, that game sucks. <laughs> and it's so matter of fact, too. <laughs> yeah, there's no. You know, I said I didn't own three and I didn't own three on the NES for the longest time, mm -hmm. but I did own Mario All-Stars. And that was more of a super. I, I think that's why I probably hold those games to almost the same standard, because I played it more on All-Stars, which was a 16 bit game. It wasn't the. It wasn't just the, the eight bit, the eight bit sprites. Hmm. And yeah, so I, when you, you you play them that way, it's like, oh, wait a minute. They they were kind of modernized. I thought that's how it looked because I was the same way. I didn't have Super Mario Bros. 3 on the NES. So I thought it was just the. Uh... Wait a minute. Hold up. What were you? I We even have a question in here that says that you steered me wrong. What did from I the from the uh, Super Mario Bros. 3 that I should be playing? Well, no, you should always play the original. I'm, I'm saying playing the Game Boy Advance version. Yeah, but to get the like one. the the like what it was originally, I I would not recommend playing Super Mario All Stars as the first one because because it, it's just, it's a different look. Like, it looks different because I played okay. that as a kid, like growing up. Then when the Wii got the Virtual Console, I bought it on the Wii. 
And I'm mm-hmm. like, what is this? It looks completely different than I remember. And it's because mm-hmm. it was the NES version and not the Super Nintendo. But I still would recommend that original NES version. I know yeah, I know sounds- the GB I know the GBA has like the ultimate edition or whatever. Super Mario Bros. 4, Super Mario World 3, whatever the heck they call it. Yoshi's so still, Plus. Yeah. <laughs> but I would oh like I would always recommend that NES version over any of those. Yeah, okay, but it sounds like you fell in love with the the SNES version of it, right? Which one did you play first? The SNES version. Right. So But I, I mean I still love the NES version. I play the NES version more than All Stars. I don't think All Stars is it doesn't feel right. It has it they changed the mechanics a little. Like control wise like is it tighter or what do you mean it's like more world it feels like world josh i don't know if you if you knew if i I think they changed the all-stars version a little bit i might be wrong on that i know the graphics are different i believe in the advanced version you can get the cape no oh not huh. in the original levels, but I think in the eShop or the e-card readers levels. I okay. think that is the case. Let me double check that because I got Google right here. So, but yeah, uh, no, I, well, I think you should always play the the original. So you played the original Skyward Sword on Wii. I did, yeah. Did you? I didn't play. I didn't play it all the way through. Oh, okay. But I did play it. So there's a feather. Super Mario Brothers 3 Advance. There is a feather in it, so you can get the cape. Hmm. I don't no, know. How that I don't work. know. It, yeah, because isn't that like the P Wing in a way? Uh it's I mean other than you could float, yeah. you know, if you got good enough at it, uh it it's not too much different. The the flight path and trajectory and everything is just almost the same as the raccoon tail and the raccoon tail if you tap the button fast enough you slowly come down mm-hmm. so hmm. anyway uh you want to read two dollar heroes comment johnny yeah so two dollar hero says i love cheesy but super mario bros 3 absolutely holds up i think super mario bros 3 is defined by its controls and level design both of which are near perfect and timeless in my opinion but also the art direction the vibes the fun suits the immaculate soundtrack it's all just 10 out of 10 there's a character called big bertha in it i don't you mentioned that on npc and then I re-listened to it, and I'm still trying to figure out who Big Bertha is. Who is that? It's the big fish in the third world. Are you sure? I thought it was the big hammer, bro. Wait, hold on. Now I gotta. Now I might be wrong. I think yeah. It's he the, doesn't even know what game he's played. I think it's the the Ooh. real big hammer, bro. That uh... Bertha Super. <laughs> here, here we go. <laughs> who can find it first? No, it's the fish. <laughs> it's the fish. Is it the fish? Yeah, Big Bertha is an enemy first seen in Super Mario Bros. 3. It is a female version of the boss bass and a large cheap sheep. So, but is Big Bertha the one that has like the little baby cheap sheeps that come out of it? I think you're thinking of bloopers. 
Uh, oh yeah, the bloopers do do that, huh? Yeah. No, Big Bertha Big just Bertha, like chases you around in one the, of the, the the picture I'm looking at now. A couple of the pictures have a little cheap cheap coming out of its mouth. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I, I see that. I, I see that. I just love. I don't know. I loved and I hated that 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 enemy so much. Like it's so annoying and it's satisfying when you when you shoot her with a fire flower, fire flower, but she comes back like thirty seconds later. Yeah. I so just I think love that the, enemy. I think I was thinking the sledge bro. Yeah, that's who I was thinking. I thought that was Bertha, and I literally have thought that since like. 1989 there you go you learned something new today so that's that's literally (laughs) how long i thought that was i thought that character was called big bertha so crazy i did on oh go ahead yeah i did want to i mean we talked a little bit about the tiktok comments about the customization i did want to point this one out we got on youtube it's from atlas simp 420 uh, it says, I don't know who you are. This just popped up on my feed. I'm going to say as a black slash Asian who grew up with little to zero representation in video game characters, I have a, if I have an opportunity to make myself into a game, 1,000%, I'm going to do it. This is probably not the answer you're looking for, but I do love customization. I wanted to bring it up because we have a blind spot. We are all white men. Yes. So. It's true. We never really had to worry about not being represented in a video game. And I, I completely understand where they're coming from. I think it is absolute bonkers that uh, New Horizons was the first mainline Animal Crossing game where you could change your skin color. That is wild. They had Pocket Camp where you could change your skin color. And that was like the first animal crossing to do that. But mainline was new horizons. And why did it take that long? What was new leaf was what? Yeah. 2012 or something, something like that, but that didn't have uh, a way to change your, your skin color. Yeah, and and I think Nintendo does do a good job of customization now for with Splatoon and Animal Crossing. You know, there's mm-hmm. no uh, like gender specific. Yeah, it's items like anymore. you you choose a style. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's that's a good way of going for it, and it's. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I never even the last episode I said I look like the default me, so I I am the. The white character. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. No, it's a good point. Um, I don't know. Do you want to, should we read all the other ones? Cause it's kind of talking about super Mario Bros three and customization. I did. I did have some, there was some validation here. It says as a developer who has seen the statistics for character creation in some titles, the majority don't mess with it but a large minority actually do use it. It's a weird way of yeah. saying it though. I Well, so I did ask like if uh, they would clarify what games they've worked on or what games they've developed and I didn't get an answer back. So <laughs> I don't know. It's top secret. The ninjas yeah. came and got them. <laughs> exactly. I, I will add this to customization games like uh, WWF No Mercy 
where you could create a wrestler mode and mm -hmm. like spend a lot of time you know that game i loved playing as goldberg in wcw versus nwo but it wasn't a, he wasn't available in the wwf game so i was able to then create him and uh create the move set the the face everything and like it's really funny but like i fire up my cart of of no mercy and my brother-in-law had played it for the longest time so i find him in there and my sister and like you know just all the all the different characters that 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 he wanted to create at that time mm -hmm. and so i think i think when it's just a single player game that you're looking at the back of their head like it's it's probably not as often but like i said earlier like wrestling or boxing games or you know even maybe even some fighting games or whatever that case may be like i i might put a little more a little more effort in that way yeah i can think of uh, a couple of characters i had made for uh def jam vendetta fight for new york which is you know like kind same of street, same developer street fighting oh is it yeah that's the same that's the people that made no mercy and wcw versus nwo I never knew that but it makes yeah. a lot of sense yeah those games are so much fun like johnny did you never make a, a character for madden no never you've well, never put yourself into a sports game no no i mean i probably did make a character but it was just like the the default looking guy with a beard maybe yeah you just you just want to get i just want to play the, the game play yeah. yeah it's up there with story like i don't care about what my character looks like and especially for games like i play a lot of from software games and you're wearing armor most of the mm -hmm. time. So you don't even know what your what your character is going to look like. So it's not worth yeah. spending a ton of time making a character. I get what you're saying. I do think it's kind of funny in a first-person game where, like, you do spend a lot of time making your character. And, yeah, maybe you see the back of their head, but then it's like a cutscene. <laughs> they look completely just out of place with everybody else. I mean, in 1999, the the original marketing material for Perfect Dark said you could use the the Game Boy camera or like a 64 ooh. camera and scan your own face in. And everybody was really excited about this, but then they were worried even back then without online that it was just going to be um, private areas getting scanned in <laughs> to oh. the game. Oh, well, now in Baldur's Gate 3, you can customize that. So It's a weird place for a nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see that. That's still an issue. They had that issue with uh, everybody who uh, Switch 1-2. Oh, or, yeah, everybody 1-2 Switch. There was no yeah, filter yeah. on the... You, would take, you, could take a, you could put a picture on... Like if you're playing on your phone... Mm -hmm. and there was no filter. So if people were like streaming it online and, and trying to play with people online, they would just put inappropriate pictures on there. Yikes. That's a classic Nintendo move, not thinking about that. Mm -hmm. Didn't they do that with the, uh, uh, with Labo? Cause you could like make your own, uh, horse for Mario Kart, or at least like the, the biking, uh, section that they had. You could like scan things like your hand 
I did uh, not know that. No, I know yeah. for for Smash Brothers, like there's Smash, yeah, there's custom stages that are interesting. Uh huh. <laughs> to say the least, with movement. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, we are over. We're almost at an hour and ten minutes. It's pretty. It's a long one. Yeah. So we had to take it slow for for Josh. <laughs> <laughs> so I did want to talk about this because if you guys don't mind, it just take a no, few more fine. minutes, but yeah. like I've been, when you guys asked about like old versus new, right? Mm-hmm. Some of the games that like where my head went immediately was the Ninja Turtles games. Mm-hmm. The very first Turtles games is insanely hard. Like I had a 45 minute time limit. I got to the Technodrome like one time like it you know people talk about the damn level in that game and like i would breeze through it because i played through i played it so much i was so determined as a Mm. as a kid then the second game came out literally the first game that i ever played uh all night long until the sun came up and would beat it with one turtle my friend fell asleep i'm grabbing sodas out of the garage you know and just that's where we played was like this little side room in their garage that we had no parents you know, it was like the it was like the best. I was probably in fifth grade, you know, and and just loved it. And then today I was doing a uh, on the Nintendo News Minute looking at Shredder's Revenge. And like that's another game that I feel like they captured that like that arcade feel and some of the original vision that you, you, you know, was probably they probably hoped they could pull off, but were limited by technology with all the you know, they could pull out all the stops now. But at the same time, made it a game that's very accessible. And I'm I'm currently working with a publisher and I was talking with the CEO and he we w- one of the one of the games we're publishing is like a Mike Tyson clone. And the developer was so dead set on making the game as hard as it could be. And literally today I got a notification on the discord that uh, the he, he made the game easier for everybody because all the reviews were like, this is way too hard. And it was about as hard as Mike Tyson's punch out, right? Which, mm-hmm. which in today's standards is just, you know, but talking with the, with the owner of the, the publishing company, he's like, I don't want to play games that are hard. I just yeah. want to play games that are fun. Like, you know, we've, we've, we've seen, we, we talked about Fortnite games like call of duty. They start swaying so far to like, it, it happened in halo where they swayed so far to the competitive side of things that the casual was left behind. And then, you know, they're left to go play. They're left to go play something else at that point. Yeah, and I think so, if you have the, if they have the option, like maybe he has, or maybe the the dev has a, you know, difficulty slider, like an easy, normal, hard, super hard. Like, I think that's okay to have, and that mm-hmm. was a uh, a feature that was added later, because I can't remember an old game that had difficulty settings like it was it was like this is the game you got good luck like ninja gaiden that was one there's no easy mode not until ninja gaiden black and then it was ninja dog (laughs) if you died too many times it was like do you want to turn on ninja dog mode (laughs) yeah having the accessibility options like why not why not Mm -hmm. it doesn't really 
I mean, I play. Like, I, I talk about playing from software games a lot. They don't have difficulty sliders, and people defend it as a vision of the developer. But I mean, what what would it hurt to have an easy mode? But but those games, they're designed to make you improve and learn the skills as you go, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I think in the case of this, I think it's called Vanilla Beast. It was so incredibly hard. Like your your average like just streamer was like, "Yo, this isn't even fun to stream." Like I'm just getting wrecked, like <laughs> like so fast that it's like. And I mean, Punch Out is essentially a puzzle game, right? I mean, that's 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 basically what it's just patterns. Like it's you're just you're just. It's just it's just Tetris with boxing gloves. <laughs> did you, did so... you play it? Did you play this game? <laughs> I didn't. It was PC only, and I had. Oh, okay, I was I, I was wondering I, if what type of game like is it a puzzle game like Punch Out or is it? Oh no, it's just like you're. It's actually Punch Out. Like you're <laughs> you're you're getting punched out. Yeah, yeah, you're playing, but you're playing against like the characters are ridiculous. And this whole game leans way too far into the 80s. Like, all of the ladies are in bikinis. It's like, <laughs> it, it all goes that they, direction. Right? Does it have, like, are they stereotypes? Like, in Punch-Out, all of the fighters are stereotypes? Oh, a thousand percent. Like, oh, looking man. at the cover here, there's Hulk Hogan, there's Macho Man, there's uh, Jason, like... Uh, f- like Voorhees? Friday the 13th, yeah. yeah. Um, Logan Paul like it's <laughs> yeah it's just a it's a it's a basically just a parody of every you know so now i want to play it so whatever that comes out let me know uh, because i'm gonna play s- it. S- sensei Gre- it's out it's on steam right now oh so so they released it this hard they they did and, yeah and now they're they're gonna be they're gonna backtrack they're yeah that's interesting yeah they're having to they're having to backtrack because it's it's just too it's just too hard i think one of our ideas for for topics was should games have difficulty options Mm -hmm. i I think it's a fascinating topic yeah because some people get really upset by it like it ruins their game experience even if there is difficulty sliders and to me it's like that's a choice you know, you don't have to get upset. Like, just play the one that you want to play. Yeah, yeah, don't play. You don't have to play the easy mode, right? You don't right. have to play the Kirby mode or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, the, the funky mode or <laughs> the baby mode. Well, <laughs> I mean, we've all played Contra, right? So mm-hmm. Contra 4 came out on DS. I used to have an a, a, like a standing bet with anybody. If you can beat the first level, you have all your continues on easy or normal i think it was even on easy i'll give you 20 bucks i never paid a single person (laughs) but i got to the point that i could play through that first level without even take like taking damage like out even getting hit because it was just it's all patterns right Right. that's all like that's that's literally all it is it's like it seems super hard at first and then you're like oh you do it enough all of a sudden it's not Mm -hmm. and then when the uh the nes classic came out and i hooked it up and i was playing with my son who you know, mind you, was like building in Fortnite, like the most crazy, like nonsense. He was dead so fast in Super C <laughs> and literally looking at me like, how are you even doing this? Like jumping over bullets and shooting guys and just the way, you know, 
he he was it was beyond him on how but that's just what that's what i grew up with like you you that's just all we knew it does make it hard to go back to some games some of the games are extremely hard like i tried to play turtles on the nes and i just i just couldn't and there's uh ghouls and ghosts and super ghouls and ghosts like those games are, are are so hard even the Mega Man games can be pretty difficult. Yeah. The, the other the other day, uh, when I was streaming and chat was buying the time slots, somebody bought a Super Metroid slot, but they made me do the SP version so I could play the very end of the game and uh, essentially beat it. Right. Mm-hmm. And Super Metroid's in my like top five games of all time, like especially for that ending. And like playing that, I still would prefer Dread to have pixel art versus the art it has now, just because. Uh, and that was even what's funny is as I was looking at the trailer for the new Turtles Shredder's Revenge DLC, it made me want a new Metroid with pixel art even huh. that much more because I was just like the the Turtles game is doing it so well. Mm-hmm. So there I feel like there's a resurgence of pixel art games, especially in the indie scene. Um, Vampire Survivors looks like Castlevania. It looks like a Castlevania game. Sea of Stars comes out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And that is getting fantastic reviews right now. I can't I can't wait to play it. It, it looks like an SNES RPG. Like it has that 16-bit graphics and it just looks great. But I well, Octopath? Yeah, Octopath. Yeah. Triangle Strategy live alive all those like 2d hd remakes mm-hmm. that they're doing but then you also have things like shovel knight that's just like a mario platformer so, yeah i mean it, pixel art is is cool and i'm glad that we have it, we still have it around um and like with ninja turtles that they're just bringing it back to where it started i think that's really cool um but i do think that when it comes to graphics and we kind of talked about this a little last uh, week um it's just not like it could be a preference but we have come a long way with graphics since uh since when we when we started and it's just cool to see the technological advances yeah no question yeah well, anyway, before we do wrap up, Josh, I just I'll let Johnny close out, but I do want to say thank you for everything that you've done and everything in the gaming community and content creation space because I know you've helped Johnny and I out a lot and we've met a lot of cool people and this is how the podcast even started. So I just wanted to say thank you for opening those doors. My my pleasure. Like I love it. I I love just seeing people create and get out there and and make their voices heard and you know a lot of people are too afraid to so watching people take those steps and do it is just that's that's what it's all about and we got past the seven what was it seven episode hurdle yes. <laughs> i think you told us that most podcasts don't get past seven episodes so yeah we're there yeah, but you're yeah. in the top one percent now nice i'm always a one percenter 
<laughs> but yeah, everybody should definitely check out uh, Josh's content. I'll put it in the show notes and description, but it's n64josh.com, right? You can find everything there. Yeah. Yeah. N64 Josh everywhere, including farmers only. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again. Uh, Cheesy, where can people find you? You can find me on TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, YouTube, all of the places. Uh, Cheesy C64, C-H-E-E-Z-Y-C-64, and on Nintendo PowerCast. Yeah, and I'm uh, Johnny Bo everywhere. And on the Nintendo PowerCast, where you could hear more from Josh. And we even fight on there, too. So check it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, and really thank you guys, too, for, uh, you know, being a part of that show. And just it's 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 a pleasure getting to chat week after week and then and then throwing down in some retro games periodically or new games uh, it's that golden eye footage out there i don't know yeah not yet <laughs> <laughs> there's some language that we gotta find uh. yeah some edits maybe maybe so they're, yeah. and they're probably the most epic mario party play in the history of mario oh party yeah cheesy, <laughs> so. Jeez. well thanks everybody for listening and we'll talk to you all next next week